0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and before getting into this week in sports cards, like we do on every single Sunday, wanted to talk to you about the new all-time high sale for a modern sports card. It was the LeBron James 2003 Exquisite Rookie Patch Autograph, numbered out of 23, 9.5 grade from BGS. That's gem mint, extremely scarce card. So it's no surprise that. With the market demand, the market influx, all the new money, all the new big-time investors, that this card sold for $1,800,000, a new all-time sale, posted about it on Instagram this morning. Wanted to break it down a little bit further for you today. The buyer of the card said that they have a strategy, a business strategy for the card. Now, it could have just been a collector that got it to put into their personal collection to have for forever. Someone that wants to flip it later, maybe. But to me, it sounds like that there's a further plan than just you know the basic buy and sell or holding the collection. Maybe what this person is trying to do is they are going to IPO the card in the future uh, initial public offering for the card to break it up into fractional shares, like you see done with stocks that people people can then buy and sell in the future. Um, we've seen this done before with the new place called. Rally Road um, it is an app on your iPhone, Android, whatever you want to you know look at it on. And they IPO different sports cards, different Pokemon cards, different books, watches, cars. They started in cars, so it's been a while uh, around for a while with the cars. But now they've been getting into sports cards and other things. So that's why I said new. I'm new to the card game, but definitely an interesting thing going on here with the LeBron James card. Clearly, this card just validates what's already happened in the marketplace today with all the new money that's coming in, all the new increasing values in sports cards. It is no surprise that some big-time investor came in and bought this card for $1,800,000. It was projected to go for over a million, and it did. is it a huge sale for the sports card industry and everyone involved in it. It can prove to others in the outside world that these things are worth big time money, should be respected more so than they already are. Which, you know, over the last year, there's been a lot of progress that's been made in terms of sports card gaining respect from the outsiders, either in sports or sports betting or not even involved in sports, um, just to see that these things are real big time things, which is amazing to see. Another little story to go along with the card is that this exact same card was sold four years ago for $46,000. A person by the name of MN Miracle on Instagram, I'll share the post right here, he posted today that he sold the card four years ago for $46,000 and now it was sold for $1,800,000. Of course, four years ago, I was involved in sports cards and watching the market. If At the time, I mean, I was much younger, but I would never think that a card that sold for $46,000 in four years would sell for $1,800,000. So it's really, really crazy. Um, obviously hindsight twenty twenty on that one, but the the new big time sale is absolutely incredible. It does so much for the industry, so much for basketball cards, so much for other sports to now justify other greatest of all time players, greatest of all time cards selling for higher amounts. Um, there's this is you know just the beginning. This is one of the very first new all time uh sale records. Of course, the Mike Trout a couple months ago was the, uh, nine hundred thousand dollar Bowman Chrome Red Refractor autograph numbered out five bgs 9.510, so that sale was the the new modern sale record and now this one is uh just broke that record i would not be surprised going forward more super rare cards pop up setting new records who even knows by the time you know a couple years from now maybe the modern sale record will be the new all-time high sale record the all-time high being the Hannes wagner that sold for over three million dollars so lots going on here lots to enjoy in the sports card market today be sure to watch the rest of the video to get the lowdown on what's going on in the sports card market over the past week. I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you next week. Before getting into the content, make sure you go to slabstocks.com slabstocks to pre-register for our new platform coming out this summer. This uh, For the upcoming week, we are doing a giveaway. We do have this Fernando Tatis 2019 Series 1 Rainbow Foil PSA 10 giveaway going on. So all you have to do is just automatically... Or if you go and enter pre-register with your email, you're automatically entered to win the Fernando Tatis that will be given away on the uh, opening day for the MLB season this upcoming Friday. So hopefully you guys can go enter for that and good luck and I hope that you win it if you're watching. This week on Monday, we started off with the 2018 Topps Series 2 Bat Down, Ronald Acuna PSA 10. This card is extremely rare in the PSA 10 uh, copy. The reason being is that these fell one per case for hobby boxes in 2018 top series two, which means every 12 boxes, one of these came out very, very rare in the retail world for the packs. And there's only 370 PSA 10s out there and only 37% of the graded population is a PSA 10, which is extremely, extremely low. If you compare it to other cards in the marketplace, like the Luca 2018 prism, base rookie PSA 10, that is a 75%, PSA 10 around 75%, which makes this one extremely valuable. And honestly, looking at the trend, we see it a little bit over $1,000 at the end of March, goes up to around $2,000 on July 8th. And keeping in mind that Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best young player in baseball for this short print PSA 10 with only 370 population, seems a little light. And King Sports Cards agrees with me. He said, still a buy at just north of $2,000. These have the chance to get to $2,500 to, $2, to $3,000 in season if Acuna is, is capable of doing what we think he can. And I definitely agree with that comment because Acuna was going for the 40 40 season last year. You know, maybe he's the first player to hit 50 50 once we get to another full 162 game season. Would not be surprised if this card, as the market explodes currently like it is, more eyeballs get on it, the more people learn about the population of it coming over from basketball market. Would not be surprised if this card hits $3,000 at some point this season. Moving on to Tuesday, we have the Damian Lillard 2012 PRISM-based Rookie PSA 10. And this is obviously from the legendary 2012 PRISM set, which is the first PRISM ever made which makes this set so valuable, combined with that there are two draft classes in one. So you have guys like Anthony Davis, Kawhi, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Klay Thompson. The list goes on and on of all the stars that are in the set. Combine that with LeBron, Kobe, KD, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, all the other veteran stars that were already in the league, Steph Curry too. And this set is clearly this generation's 1986 Fleer Basketball, where people will be putting together the full set of PSA-graded cards. And this is definitely the set to go after if you are a basketball purist or a, you know, longevity collector for sure. And the Damian Lillard, as we can see at the start of 2020, was under $100. Absolutely crazy growth here up until June when it went up to $400. And now it's spiked all the way up into the $600 range, which is good for a 771% ROI from uh, January 10th to July 13th. So lots going on there. The PSA 10 population of this card is 500. Uh, There's 66% PSA 10s out of the total population. I posed the question on Instagram: If Dame and the Blazers don't make the bubble playoffs, so after the eight-game regular season, what happens to this card going into the 2020-2021 season? The off-season is extremely short. We hit on this in the mailbag from this past week, the Sand Dunks mailbag. The off-season goes from like October, middle of October until just the beginning of December, so a super, super short window. If the Blazers get knocked from the playoffs, I am sure we will see a slight dip in the prices of this card. Now, it's not to say that the card's going to get crushed. Damian Lillard is obviously amazing, has had an amazing season, is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's from the 2012 Prism set, PSA 10 graded. This card's going to have a ton of demand. It might drop a little bit, you know, 5 to 10%. Over the coming weeks, after getting eliminated, I would not be surprised if that happens with any star player that gets eliminated in the playoffs. It might even be more than ten percent. However, going into the next season, there's such a short span of time for the offseason that I would not be surprised if right after you know the NBA Finals begins or ends, that this card begins on its you know very quick rise again, like it did at the end of this season. You know, obviously during the COVID off time, uh, cards have been exploding. But it's the same thought process as people are getting ready for the coming season, the coming basketball that's going to be played. Just like what's happening with COVID right now, all these players, people are preparing for them to start playing, and they are going way up in value, which I think will lead to some decreases in value for these players that might stink it up when they come back. I mean, Lonzo Ball comes out and goes 2 two for 10, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, 5 points. Do we really think his PSA 9 silver is gonna be $150, or his PSA 10 silver is gonna be over 400? I'm gonna say no. If the Pelicans don't make that bubble playoffs, you know, I'm pretty sure this card will probably drop. You know, five to 20. percent Not just Lonzo Ball. I'm not singling him out. I'm not even saying he's gonna do that. I really like Lonzo and what he can do with Zion on the court. You know, it's really hope that Zion's family emergency is all okay and Zion's back in the bubble to play this restart. But I'm just using Alonzo as an example. There's plenty of other young players that could do the same exact thing and cards could drop in value. I just feel if that happens, I'm not saying it will happen. If something like that happens with these young players and they get eliminated, money will start to shift around who's going to have a really good next three weeks and then people won't even be thinking about these guys that are playing in two and a half months. With that being said, if that does happen, Look for after these playoffs to end, these players to start gaining some more value. So you really have to be in tune to who's being eliminated, what their prices are doing. And I think that's going to be what I'll be watching the most too, is who's getting eliminated, are the prices falling, how far do they fall, and then what do they do after that, when the hype for the next season starts to come since it's such a short amount of time. I think it's going to be really, really fun to watch. Moving on to Wednesday, we have the Jason Tatum 2017 prison base Rookie PSA 10. This is another card that, like the Damian Lillard, has been on an upward climb. However, this started in the beginning of April. Right around when COVID hit, this card went down to around $175, $200. Beginning of April, it's a little bit over $200. It has gone all the way over $700 now. Clearly, everyone's in love with Tatum. Everyone's in love with what the Celtics can do in the East. And this card is benefiting just an extreme amount. This thing could have been had for under $100 at the start of the season. Um, And it's, you know, exploding here. As you can see, just a straight up rise. The PSA population report is 3,147, which is a 71% gem rate. It's gone at 237% ROI from April till this mid-July. And I pose the question, what does he have to do for this card to consistently sell over $1,000 once the NBA returns? There can be an argument to be made that so many people get hyped about Jason Tatum in the next two weeks that this card might already be approaching a $1,000. As we see the Luka going over 900 now, once Luka tops over $1,000, most people will say, well, Tatum should be over 900 now. So that could very well get there with only the first eight games of the bubble restart. And then once the playoffs hit, Tatum has a lights out first series, for sure going over a $1,000. It'll be very interesting to track. Couldn't necessarily sit here and say, oh, it'll happen on this date. I just feel there's a lot of external factors that could work into it that could make this happen sooner rather than later. But let's keep in mind, Tatum really has a terrible three games at the start of the season and we might see some dip in the prices. It's very interesting. I think leading up to this NBA restart, MLB restart, so much of what I'm thinking about is how is the performance actually gonna affect the cards for the last three and a half months. We have only seen non-sports Related things, increase values, you know, it's demand trends based on what people are talking about in the hobby, in the industry. It's who's going to have the dynamite restart. Is it going to be Lucas, Zion, Tatum? All those guys are going up in value. It's going to be very, very intriguing and it's going to be very, very fun to track and to report on what happens once basketball is actually being played, games are being played, box scores are being stuffed, you know, stat sheets. It's going to be very, very exciting and also will lead to some decreases, some huge increases. I think it'll be a you know, double-edged sword to where you might have a couple different players. One plays really well, one plays really terrible, one's going up in price, other's dropping, it might just even itself out. But just a lot to keep in mind going into the restart of sports. On Thursday, we talked about the LeBron James 2012 Prism-based PSA 10. This is the exact same set as the Damian Lillard that I talked about on Tuesday. So don't really need to give you the whole spiel about why this card matters. However, I will say it's the first card in the entire set. It's card number one. LeBron James kicked it off. More want to talk about this trend that we see here. At the start of April, a little bit over $1,000. Goes in spikes in May over $1,600. Dropped down to just below $1,000 in the middle of June. And now it's been on an upward climb back up to over $1,500, closing in on $1,600. Um, this card has seen a lot go on in the last three months, more so than other cards in the industry. Most major cards in the industry has looked like that Jason Tatum graph over the last three months. This card has spiked and dipped and now spiked again. Why might just have to do with, you know, what the demand is happening with this card. Who's looking at it. When more people just stop looking at a certain time, once it goes over 1600 interest wanes, then it drops again. The PSA 10 population for this card is 220, which is a 46% gem rate. So clearly, this card is rare. Now, yes, there are probably a lot of these things sitting at PSA right now. I would not be surprised if this population for PSA 10s gets up to 750 in the coming months. However, the demand is clearly outpacing the supply of how this gets added to the market. So I would also not be surprised to see this card stick over 1,500. And I do think that this card should be an over $1,000 card based on all the factors I've said in the episode so far, it's LeBron's first Prism card, first Miami Heat, really desirable card here. Yes, he had cards before that when they had their weird 2010 year, and then they didn't have the 2011 cards produced. Um, some weird things going on there, but this really is the first Panini desired card of LeBron James, other than, like I was talking about, some National Treasures stuff, um, but still, a very, very important card here. And my question was, if LeBron's holding the championship through uh, in October, how much is this worth? And I think that there's a lot of different factors that could play in here because we have not seen what performance does to sports cards with all the new influx of demand. It'll be very, very interesting. Like I've been saying this whole time, would not be surprised if this thing hits over $2,000. You know, We have no idea what's gonna happen to the 2003 Topps Chrome-based rookie PSA 10 if he wins the finals. Once we see what happens with that, I'm sure that the 2012 LeBron Prism PSA 10 will be one of the next cards to follow in terms of the massive spike or the trend. So lots to keep in mind. Is it worth jumping in today? It could be, depending on what your risk factor is. If you think that the Lakers are going to win the title, then I'm sure that's worth going in on today. Um, If you think the 2012 Prism is a knockout set for years to come, worth going in on for sure. If you don't think those things, probably stay away. It all has to do with how you perceive this card and the uh, future value of it. But if you like those things that I talked about, it might be worth you jumping in. Moving on to Friday's post, this one is another PRISM-based rookie. I know that there are a lot of PRISM cards this week, Um, just a lot going on with the NBA restarting, so I want to hit on it, and it is the Zion Williamson 2019 PRISM PSA 10. This card, over the last 16 to 17 days, has been doing extremely well for a base card that is continually getting graded and adding to the PSA population report. We're talking about a card that maybe was around 15 to 1,500 to 2,000 PSA10 population, uh, PSA10s, you know, that are in circulation at the start of COVID. Now it's at 8,004, so it's just about quadrupled in population in the last three and a half months, three months, and we've seen it rise from $600 on July 1st all the way over $700. It touched 800 on the 15th, and it's pretty crazy to see this happen. I mean, we're talking about a $200 rise in the card that is continually adding more supply to the market. So the hype is for real with Zion right now. Please, 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 hopefully his family's okay and he can get back to the bubble because it's going to be extremely fun to watch his eight-game restart. The Pelicans have one of the easier schedules for the eight spot to grab the eight spot in the West. Fingers crossed, I really hope he does it. And the Pelicans, granted, would not be you know, mad about seeing John Morant in the playoffs at the 8-seed, too. Hopefully, one of the Pelicans or the, the Grizzlies so we can see these young studs perform. But there's a lot that could make this card go nuts, this NBA restart. If he comes out and has some 25 and 10 games with a bunch of dunks, this card will probably top over $1,000. Um, obviously, there's risk with that. There's clearly a lot of risk with that. But make sure that if you're buying this, that you are in the position that you can take on the risk, that you can play the hype game and see if Zion can come out and dominate the NBA restart. That's all I really want to touch on for this week. It was the five uh, marker reports. Didn't include one of the questions of the week for this week. But, you know, I think there's a lot for you guys to think about here going into sports returning. Definitely get your mind going on how should I be reacting to performances. How should I be reacting to maybe bad performances, good performances? Um, there's a lot of questions you need to be asking yourself in the basketball car marketplace. With it returning, especially with how close we are to the playoffs and the end of the season. For baseball, the season is just starting. There's a lot more time for these players to come out and do something and not just get eliminated in eight games. Like there is a basketball, granted, way shorter season than we have normally with baseball. So like Nate has talked about in previous episodes, we will see guys – go on hot streaks. We'll see guys go on cold streaks, and maybe they don't snap out of them because the season is so short. That could definitely play factor into the baseball restart, but nothing like this eight-game stretch basketball with these guys battling for the eight seeds that might not even have more than eight games in this restart, which will definitely be interesting to track. Thank you guys for watching This Week in Sports Cards Volume 12. Really appreciate you guys joining us. Make sure to go and sign up for the Stocks platform releasing in the coming months this summer. I really, really want you guys to think about sports cards with sports returning because there's going to be a lot of different things going on. Just make sure that you are very much so paying attention because this market will change quicker than you will think. I know that cards have been going up a lot these past couple of uh, months, and that really it's just like, oh, I'll check in the next week, and then they'll be higher than they are now. Well, maybe if you check in within a week, every every uh, other week or so, when sports are coming back, you might be very surprised to, you know have been out of tune and then these cards are dropping or they're going up and you and sell and then they drop just a lot to think about please 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 make sure you pay attention to that if you're very leveraged in sports cards thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys next week